0: Celebrating in Kansas City and Tampa Bay as we're two weeks away from Matt Damon versus Eric Andre in Super Bowl 55, I believe. 54, 55, one of those. 55. Well, greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the season premiere of Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with the ChairShot.com. Always use your head and use your heads we ask of you new year new you you need to be more philanthropic you need to give back a little more and you can start not at the orphanage but by giving back to your favorite yes. website for news reviews <laughs> and fuck the orphans anecdotes. get fucked him kids by going to com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. But more importantly than that, if you enjoy the content we provide day in and day out, please make sure we keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out by going to com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you and please. And if you got a little change left over, give some to the kids. All right. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the commissioner, PC Tunney, and my brother, Ray Cash. Gentlemen, happy new year.
1: We got a lot to discuss today, don't we? Yeah, there was a big weekend. It happened. You know, I'm it's, here. It's I'm, things happen. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm okay. It's fine. I'm well, here. Well, first off,
2: we are family. Shout out to Dreamgirls. We're back. Good to see y'all. Secondly, when you dropped the song, I thought you was about to hit. Jay-Z, can I get a and I got so hyped for just like one second. So, number two. Thirdly, yeah, shit happened, huh?
0: So what what you think, Raymond? Should um since uh, Tony is our resident Green Bay Packer fan on the panel, uh should we
2: give him the floor for a moment? I think he deserves it. And by all but to give him all credit, he has taken that loss better than any fan I know. So yeah. I think he deserves the floor.
1: I, I, well, you know, I, I came on chair shot radio Monday morning and kind of told people calmly how I felt. Um, you know, I, it could be, it could be game six of the regular season and I'm going to scream at the TV the same way I scream at it at the NFC championship game when they're losing, you know, you can just feel it. Um, but that's the part of being a packer fan that you like you people don't want to hear it right like the the franchises that win all the time they don't really want to hear about you complaining about getting to the conference championship and losing especially doing it two years in a row but that's the kind of you kind of just have to it's a different it's a different dragon Expectant. to ride it's a it's a much different dragon to ride now the question right away is aaron Rodgers staying yada 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 i don't know why he wouldn't where else could he go to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl? Um, they, they there are if they come back with the same team next year they're favored to be in the nfc championship game again i mean that's just plain and simple right i mean look at the team look at the players they didn't have basically i mean the linebacker with the club on his hand that makes him about that 75 percent. his name is i don't think it's Kirksey. i don't think i think it was one of the other guys and then basically the best left tackle in the game we didn't have and it didn't hurt us against the rams but it sure as hell hurt us against the buccaneers i mean JPP was able to get pressure on Rodgers nonstop. We couldn't run the football. That was huge. And I said that coming into it I said if the Packers can run the football and don't turn it over, they won the turnover battle but they couldn't come up with points off of turnovers. So kudos to Tom Brady. Um, regardless, you know, he found a guy to pick on in the Packers secondary and Mike Patton didn't do a damn thing to cover that hole up.
0: No, Mike never does. He's the, a former Browns coach. So
1: the play call, you pay. the play call at the end of the half really ended up being the game. I'm not saying the Packers win, but like take seven points away from them. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Or even four, if you if, give them, give them 15 yards and kick a fucking field goal. I don't care. Go for it. But it's inexcusable to let that play happen the way it does. First of all, the play call and most importantly, the play call it's, it's almost a fireable offense. Um, And then the way the coverage was played for the play call you only had one safety over the top so if you're the outside corner on a on a a defensive play like that where you know you can't get anybody behind you you need to play 12 to 18 yards off the line of scrimmage and you need to funnel everything you need outside leverage on that play to funnel everything to the middle of the field you only have one safety and none of those things happened. so that in and of itself is disgusting to me that is the majority of the reason why we lost i believe um the refs missed some calls that didn't help us either, but I'm not going to say that that cost us the game and that's the reason we lost. I'm just pointing out a fact, right? I'm not saying it wasn't pass interference at the end of the game there on us, and it was. He grabbed them, but the big one to Alan Lazard on third down, that was huge. Um, and then I don't think they should have went for two when they went for two. They should. They were chasing points too early there. And lastly, you got to give possibly the most talented quarterback in one of his best seasons ever a chance to tie the game they're going to get the ball at the eight yard line I mean it's the same thinking either way you give yourself a chance to I get it's fourth and eight and you're in a confined area but that's my thoughts as a Packer fan Um, I'm looking forward to great games coming up but go ahead you guys tell me what you saw and obviously we'll get to that Casey and and, uh, Buffalo game here shortly
0: I mean I, I agree with what you said man you have to give one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the history of the league and the MVP an opportunity at the end of the game to make a play that is the most that is that is the bitch assness of the in the history of bitch ass calls football people
1: well here is the
0: most bitch ass call in the history of everything just, of
1: existence just look at the number of things that that we didn't execute or you know we didn't execute on right look at Devontae Adams drops a touchdown pass that cost us four points we end up kicking that field goal that basically costs us another point because we wouldn't have went for two if we had had those extra points there from getting a touchdown I mean the play call at the end of the half that's seven you're, you're up to like 12 points now right I'm not saying the Tampa Bay didn't win the game I'm not saying the Packers gave it away. Tampa Bay went out there and won the game. They pressured the quarterback. They stopped the run. They converted turnovers into 14 points. And we converted three turnovers into six points. That's what happened.
0: I was a, I was initially going to say it was a pussy call, but I had to check myself, man, because pussy's is one of the strongest appendages on the face of the planet. And I'm not going to disrespect the good goddamn name of vagina associating this shit with LaFleur. I mean, it's resilient. It takes a pounding. It breeds life. You, you and it's delicious I'm not going to insult the good goddamn name of vagina in the same vein as LeFleur now Tony I do disagree with you I didn't mind the two point try as much as you did because at that particular junction in the game I feel like the reward outweighed, outweighed the risk you had an opportunity to bring it to within a field goal and at that juncture what difference would it make four or five points you would have still needed a touchdown which obviously they, they never got we're still waiting for that touchdown um
1: Go ahead. You have a rebuttal. Well, the difference it made was holding them to a field goal keeps it at seven. So why would you not leave it there? I mean, you're you know you know you're going to have multiple possessions. You're not like you only. It, it's not like it was like four minutes left in the game when that happened. I think they were. I just thought they were chasing the points too early. That's just me. That's like that's like at the bottom of the list of things that that are like really horrible of what they did. The play call at the halftime. Not going for the touchdown at the end of the game not adjusting to the pressure early on that they're putting on Rodgers. I mean, abandoning the run game, I don't understand why that that happened at all. Like, they should have been able to run the ball against Tampa Bay. Doesn't make sense.
0: So, I just have two more things, then I'm going to see the rest of my time to my brother Ray here. Tom Brady, that defensive front four of Tampa Bay, he needs to buy them some Rolexes or or some stakes or some blow or however you reward defensive linemen. You need to give them some money because he played like two-day-old shit in that second half. And the aforementioned pressure that you just talked about, Tony, that's, was the, the, that was the change of the game. They got the ball in good positions, but they couldn't keep those four guys out the backfield. I think Jason Pierre-Paul had more sacks than fingers yesterday mm-hmm. during that game. I think Shaq don't take, couple,
3: they don't, don't, don't take much.
0: Don't <laughs> much. I know Shaq that Barrett was... had a couple of sacks. Like they, yeah, they were phenomenal. And I have to bring up the bogus P.I. call at the end of the game because I'm, I'm just oh, saying yeah. even even yeah. Aikman and Joe Buck brought up how they were letting these guys play all afternoon. And to have the like game, that. you can't. To have the game come down to that. And NFL, I get it. This is clearly the most appealing matchup that you had on the slate. And you saw your opportunity and you took it. I mean, you have the the air apparent versus the incumbent. This is Michael Jordan versus LeBron James for the championship. That's what they got. That's the most appealing storyline out of all the four teams. So I get it. But to have the game come down to that, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But congratulations to Tampa Bay, though. They did win the game.
2: I keep hearing people say that, and I, I, I you're, you're not wrong, but it's Jordan versus, Jordan versus LeBron or LeBron versus Steph. You know? Like, because we're acting like Aaron Aaron Rodgers isn't just some scrub like Aaron Rodgers you said it when you started talking about started giving your opinion that he's one of the 10 best ever I'd I'd go further and say he's one of the three best ever in terms of talent right he doesn't have the resume to be in that top five yet but he has he damn damn sure got the talent wise um so it doesn't well number one it could have been it could have been the damn Dolphins versus uh fucking Jaguars, people are going to watch the damn Super Bowl. Number of one. Of course. Of course. And Mahomes and Rodgers or Mahomes and uh, Brady, I don't think there's a major upsell of more people or more interest because of Brady. Although the narrative is much, is better. Right? I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Two things came to mind. Tony touch t- t- on the first one. Scotty Miller. Bruh. What? Are you you talking about fireable offenses? What's what, what play was worse? Before I get my second point, what play was worse? This one or the Jets back-to-back uh, against the Raiders earlier in the season?
0: It, it has to be this one because of the magnitude of the game. And shout-out to Scotty Miller, by the way. Uh, Bowling Green alum, man. He holding it down for us. That's Alkins, right. Out here, he is man. a Cleveland, yes, is sir. A Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. no. Bowling Green. Bowling Green State University.
2: That's in Cleveland, isn't it?
0: No, 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 it's um, it's in Bowling Green, Ohio About uh, 20 minutes from Toledo, about 30 minutes from Detroit Two hours from, from Cleveland
2: Understand I'm from Texas The whole state, the state of Ohio is Cleveland It's <laughs> <is> Cleveland <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Actually, I know there's a Columbus Because they, they got a team The Blue Jackets I know there's Cincinnati And I know Akron because of LeBron Other than that, it's Cleveland <laughs> Cincinnati's actually in Kentucky, most of it I believe it, yeah, it's right next to Lexington Good point Hey, you second crossed
0: point. the Ohio River, you in Kentucky, yeah.
2: Sec- I, I forget there's Ohio River. There you go. Even worse. Yeah, I played my second down there. point. The interesting thing to me that I noted is all year, Bruce Arians has kind of called plays for Brady, unlike Brady normally has plays called. Right? Brady kind of hasn't played his game. He's kind of played the game, that was, the game plan that was laid out to him, unlike what he was doing in New England. And we know Aaron Rodgers is almost. Um, Peyton esque in that he calls what he wants to call. I found the dichotomy interesting that it was flipped in that game and that Brady called his own game in that first half and was killing out there and uh, picks not picks notwithstanding, And then Rodgers almost was handcuffed by LeFleur. I mean, it was very evident to me when he says after the game, I had nothing to do with that, with that field goal. When was that? This was game 18, 17 of the games in the season. Aaron Rodgers say he want to go for it on fourth and whatever it is Aaron Rodgers is going to go for it I found that very interesting and I'm not saying he's leaving or not that's a lot of conjecture I don't think none of us are ready for it. however he really seems like a man who's done and I don't mean done with. Re- re- I don't mean done retired but maybe he understands why Brett Favre played the will he won't he game for so many years because he he really seemed like he was completely okay and not okay but done with the situation. McCarthy's gone. LaFleur's got them winning games. Last year he didn't have a great year offensively in terms of um stats, but they won a lot this year M V P by a mile and you just can't get over the hump when it's right there. And then he should have ran for that that touchdown on uh what was it a second down or
1: whatever it was? Yeah, I think he no, thought that was that was oh, I think he if you look at I've watched the play a couple times now. You got a guy that's probably a step and a half to his left chasing him. You got a guy that's probably two steps behind him chasing him, all going towards the corner of the end zone. Yeah. And if you look into the end zone though, when he turns to go to throw, he could have faked, but he might have gotten caught by the people behind him. He, and I don't think he thought he could beat it, because at the time before he went to turn to throw, there was a linebacker and a safety coming over to meet him at the goal line. He just turned to throw so quick that yeah. instantly those two guys that could have met him at the – I'm not saying he couldn't have made it. I think he could have made it. Yeah. But I don't know if he thought he could have made it. when he I think he thought he had Devontae, and he didn't. And when he turned to throw, those two guys immediately peeled back away from where he was, so it didn't look like there was as much – pressure or coverage where the opening was.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and pocket quarterbacks want to throw the game winning touchdown. I get it. Um I'm not mad at that play at all. I'm just saying in hindsight he's i know he's kicking himself. And Aaron Rodgers isn't just uh I gotta have the perfect throw play. He's a I'm gonna go how many touchdowns has he scored running because it was the right play to make? Um so and I don't know if that's thirty-seven years old. I don't know if that's Lafleur in year. It's a I lot of factors that can affect that. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's the thirty-seven. What is he? 37, 38 years old. Because you saw that a lot this year with uh, a Burger in Pittsburgh. It's oh, not yeah. that he couldn't. Get, it's not that he couldn't get the ball down the field. He just didn't want to hang put in it there and take those hits at thirty-eight years old. You Let's know? put it this
1: way: Rogers was still ten yards away from the end zone, and he thought Devonte was open, so he threw it. That's what I'm gonna go with. And, uh, you uh, look again I don't think anybody in America unless And on you're the other hand too he, or he biased, thinks, on the other the hand too away. he still thinks he's got another shot at it by the way yeah. Look I, you, I, I, again I, I completely
2: under, look I'm with you I'm with you 100% but I'm I also think the if he knows criti- Yeah well
1: that yeah sorry go ahead
2: I'm, No no I mean I'm with you I I just I'm also the guy that criticized Cam Newton in the Super Bowl for not diving for the ball Like you know when I think of winners and I'm not just talking about a guy who wins, I'm talking about a guy who exudes winning, who is clutching every, every step of the way. I think of Derek Jeter making that play, uh, running all the way from shortstop to right in front of the damn catcher, right in front of the catcher to make the little, like, that's what I think of when I think of people who are ultimately clutch. And I, and maybe part of me wanted to see Aaron do that because that was the best opportunity for him to score. And maybe, and that's my fault for expecting something he, out of a guy. Well, I should.
1: Expect. I think you expected it because you seen it the week before. And well, that's I think, a, that's a damn
2: sure part of it because and he I, had the and,
1: and I'll and I'll just say this. I'll just say this. I don't think it's as likely for him to get into the end zone. It wasn't as open as as people just watching at home think it was. Yeah. And two, he 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 thought he had a guy in the end zone, so he threw it. That's what he does. And it's not just that's a it. guy. That's it. it's possibly the, the best guy. receiver
0: Yes, yeah. the guy. and you know do I think that he should have took off and tried to run yes I do but I tend to give players the benefit of the doubt in situations like that because they're making split second decisions and they see stuff that we don't see you know what I mean we're not on the field it's easy for us to see it on our 60 inch TVs you know thousands of miles away from what's actually happening in the, in the heat of the moment so and I'm, imagine yeah, I'm... all
2: this the quarterback has in their mind they're worried about the down they're worried about the, uh, the yardage markers. They're worried about if everybody's lined up correctly. They're worried about all the different people trying to take their fucking head off. They're worried about the play clock. It, it's it's a, so much information to process in such a split second of time. Like I ain't mad at him, bro. Like He made the play. He thought that was going to win it, and
1: shit just didn't work for him. It happens to the best of us. Let's talk about the other game. Kansas City basically comes out and picks their old Playoff formula it gets down, you know, nearly, nearly a double-digit points, and then they decide to come back and just win the game easily. Anyway, you know, hey everybody, stick around. Um, oh, oh, the game starts now. We're ready. Um, how how many times can they hit the snooze alarm here? Can they hit the snooze alarm against Tampa and still come back and win? Yeah, hell yeah, because they it, the
2: score so fucking. Easy. If so, there's a million things we can talk about, about this game, but I think the biggest takeaway for me is. Nobody seems to realize that that big whiteboard number 87, lining up in the middle of the field, is going to be open every damn time. I do not understand why this dude is averaging like eight, nine catches a game, when all you gotta do is just jam at the line. I don't understand. Like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not pretending to be like some football savant or aficionado, but like, it doesn't make sense to me because that's literally the we know Tyreek Hill is going to do what he's going to do. We know this is going to happen because he's faster than everybody and Mahomes got a stronger arm than everybody. But it's the stuff in between the lines. It's the first downs. It's the, it's the back-breaking catches that every time it's going to Kelsey. And so it, 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 was, it was definitely a game of Kelsey made the plays he needed to. Diggs didn't. Simple as that.
0: And I, I feel like we got the entire Josh Allen experience in this game. And what I mean by that is we got the good, we got the bad, we got the ugly. And you know... he. I don't think there was no
2: ugly. I think there was definitely bad. and But again, Kansas City's defense played well. To, they should have had three picks. They only ended up with one. They yeah. played really well to not to not get a lot of turnovers or to not hold them to a, to to not a lot of points. They played very well. But I think he played as well as anybody could have given a situation, and I don't think there was any ugly, but there was definitely a lot of bad.
0: I, I, Buffalo gave me the vibes of Prince Hakeem at the Black Awareness Rally oh. and coming to America when he <laughs> stands up and yells out,
4: I'm very happy to be here!
0: that's the vibe I got in this game with Buffalo. They were happy to have made it this far to the AFC Championship game and they're looking forward to their future, which I mean it it looks bright. Let's keep it a buck and a half. But that's the vibe I got from them. They were just happy to be there and
1: and they, and they're 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 okay with that. You know, the Buffalo is just going to continue to get better. That's the thing. They have a very good coaching staff, they have very good ownership, they have a great fan base. They have one of the top five six quarterbacks in the league they have a very good receiver they have very good line they got a really good defense they need a fucking running game they need a fucking running game they need a running game and Devin Singletary is great to have on your team and to be the guy that's your third down back or your change of pace guy but they need somebody that can run the fucking ball and stay healthy because Devin Singletary is not the guy that's going to take you and get 14 to 20 carries a game and, and average four and a half to five yards a carry. Allen's
2: trying to pull that that 2017 Tom Brady shit, whereas he don't got nobody that could run. Maybe maybe not 2017, but you get the point, where they didn't have anybody who could run the ball significantly, so they just stinked and dunked all damn game, and that was their running game. And God bless Cole Beasley, because, my God, playing a whole game at that position with the broken fibula? Look. Sign that man. Let him get. Let him get his guaranteed money right now because that is that's one of the most gangster things, you could, I've ever seen. That's that's up there with T.O. playing off a broken ankle in the in the Super Bowl, or Mac um, and um, Byron Leftwich playing quarterback on a broken ankle and their teammates literally have to drag them down the field because they can't run. Like at that position, and he's and he's at the slot receiver. That's that's another level of of, of toughness.
0: No, nah, I can't argue that at all, man. Because I mean, at the slot, you're basically your entire job is to run until you get open. That's a lot on a broken l- freaking leg. Yeah, that's a lot. And in the middle of the, the field,
2: so you know you're going to get blasted by a safety yeah. or a linebacker.
0: So, real quick, let me ask you guys a, a couple of a couple of things. What are some of the uh, narratives that you think we're going to be hearing over and over again that they're going to run into the ground within these next couple of weeks before the game? Obviously, we're going to get the Brady and Mahomes thing. It's, it's all we'll it is. The, yeah, uh... it's, the,
1: it's the passing. Is, is it, will this be the passing of the torch, or is, is Brady, you know, I mean, he's got another year on his contract, so could could Brady win two Super Bowls in Tampa? I mean, people are going to talk about that kind of stuff. We've got two weeks.
2: There's a few smaller ones. Frank Clark gave some bulletin board information when he, he was talking about uh, Brady. He said they asked him, uh, you're playing the GOAT, what do you want to tell the GOAT? He was like, shit, I ain't got shit to say to him, I see his ass on the field. And that's nothing but the media. Again, that's nothing to regular people, but the media will make it something. And then in terms of on the field, Brady used to do a thing, and this isn't me being a homer, this is legit, where he used to write every time he played the Ravens, fine twenty on every play, on his tape. Well, that motherfucker need to find 32. Because the honey badger out there looking, and honey badger out there killing right now. That's the one I think that'll be fun to to look at. He certainly has a nose for
0: the ball. And by the way, 20 is Ed Reed, for those of you that don't know, with the Baltimore Ravens. But yeah, honey badger definitely got a nose for the ball. Uh, I think we're going to hear a lot about the first time that a team has hosted the Super Bowl And we're going to hear a lot about Tom Brady being 43 and the oldest quarterback to ever start in a Super Bowl. I think we'll hear those a lot.
1: Yeah, and we've been hearing that Tom Brady old thing all playoffs, facing Breeze and then Rodgers, both oldest quarterback matchups for their game subset, et cetera, et cetera. But here, you know, real quick, I just want to say this. Both safeties have been injured for the Buccaneers. And if you think you can go into a game against Kansas City with your backup safeties, excuse me, at both (laughs) positions, you're fucked. Now, I brought this up on ChairShot Radio, actually, Monday morning. Isn't it odd that the first team to be a home team at the Super Bowl is the first Super Bowl that'll have the least amount of fans in the history of Super Bowls? No, yes. This motherfucking Tom Brady's
2: doing all this shit in COVID. It is, it's mind-boggling. It, this is, this, is this not top five greatest achievements in sports history? I think, isn't it ironic? It's not ironic because he's not even good anymore. Don't
0: you Isn't think? I mean, ironic? he has, he Don't has you think? flashes are brilliant still, but he's not good anymore, man. He's got hella weapons around him. He went to the perfect situation.
2: You're right, but you're a basketball fan like me. And I know basketball ain't football. I know that. But in basketball, sometimes, sometimes leadership and chemistry can supersede talent. And, yeah. like, that motherfucker really is has has changed transformed that franchise in a way, at least that offense. Well hell that defense. Because last year we were talking about how the defense wasn't good. Who's different? It's the same defense. You know, Shaq Baird was being looked at as yeah, he was he was he was a high draft pick, but uh maybe he's a but. No, Shaq Baird out there looking like every bit the guy he was when he came out of college. Jason Pierre Paul looking like he was when he had ten fingers. <laughs> Reminding people that he's a beast, and like, that's the interesting thing to me, because you know this isn't quarterback versus quarterback; it's offense versus defense. The interesting thing to me about Mahomes and that offense versus the Bucks defense is the Bucs can get pressure with four, and you know you can't beat Mahomes if you're blitzing because somebody's open; he's gonna find you. So if you can get pressure with four, and Darrell Williams has played great, and Edwards. Uh, Hilar, Hilar or whatever his name is, is healthy now. But they don't have a, a significant running game of note. They've played well, but this, that's not their game. You can get pressure on Mahomes, and then you can do ball control on the other side for Nets has been playing well. They got to punch his chance, bro.
0: Oh, certainly, and that play right before the half. That was all time. He's the one that called the timeout. He saw something that he could take advantage of, and he threw it. He shot the shot with Scotty Miller. That was all him. So there is something about guts and guile, and on on the John Wayne side of the game. You know, the media loves calling somebody the old gunslinger and shit like that. Oh, I another afraid story. It
2: really, the old gunslinger. That motherfucker.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Um, Travis Kelsey and and Gronk. They're probably going to be the stars of Media Day when we get to that. And shout out to Travis Kelsey, man. He clearly goes to a black barber. I just had to throw that out there.
2: His baby looking crisp. Travis Kelsey is albino, and shout out to Gronk because <laughs> uh, they're they're the saying keep getting them checks has never been true with Gronk. Cause has Gronk played a down all playoffs? I don't oh, think he, he had a he had a couple big catches yesterday though. Who, yeah, who can, he did. He did. He had you Is that what catches. Kevin Bray? Cause Kevin Brake kind of looks like like Gronk. <laughs> a bit.
0: It's something to be said for experience and being there before. Yeah.
2: There's 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 that comfort, but you can't say that this isn't one of those uh, old vets, their old wily vets back again versus the new cats, the chiefs of the vets. None of these dudes, other than than uh, Tom Terrific and Gronk, have been to the, the Super Bowl. So it's interesting to see, are what the nerves look like. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin got all this accolades coming in. How they're gonna feel when the whole world's watching you? You got a hundred million people trying to make sure you make this catch. It's a different game. The Chiefs are comfortable with that. So I i think it's interesting that dichotomy in that Brady's the old guy who's been to 100 million different Super Bowls but nobody else on the squad has. Did you say back again? Did I say back? I forgot what I said. I said it.
1: tag team back. tag team back again. Scoop, there it is. One more thing I'm going to say. Oh, French vanilla, cookie dough, rocky peanut road. butter, chocolate, rocky road, scoop. There scoop, it is. There it is. <laughs> chocolate, 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 sprinkles.
0: <laughs> Best commercial by far right now. It's it's got the belt right now. Uh, one more thing I would say because I'm I, I'm sure we're gonna dive deep into depth next week about this because what else are we gonna talk about? It's this fucking Super Bowl. Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Meet in the Super Bowl.
1: Hashtag That's vindication.
0: <laughs> That's funny to me.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown didn't play last week. We'll see if he can be ready in two weeks and Le'Veon Bella ain't done much.
2: He knew what he was doing? Mm-hmm. He he's that he's that dude that like all the homies going going to the club or going somewhere in the truck. And he's like on the on the block, like, hey, can I come too? All right, hop in
1: the back. He was not expect to do shit. He knew what he was doing. Why do you think he chose the Chiefs? I'm just saying neither of them done much lately.
2: Ain't big getting catches though. I give him that.
0: And he's got two weeks to uh, dye that mustache again. So we'll see what he comes up with for media <sighs> day.
2: I'm glad you said dye that mustache. I thought you said he. I thought you were gonna say he's got two weeks to not hit some up brands.
0: No, no, he can wait two weeks. But who you think's dying the mustache? Alright, yep folks, this is
1: uh, (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to 3 Man Weave, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. Why don't you head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The ChairShot Grab yourself a ChairShot t-shirt I guarantee it'll make you look more aesthetically pleasing. Head on over to TheChairShot.com as well. Always! Use your head. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT Five ninety nine per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv go to powerslam.tv promo code chair get your free month again that's powerslam.tv promo code chair shot always use your head alright gentlemen uh, UFC 257, Fight Island Abu Dhabi you don't got no music for UFC you got all the music for all the other shit Oh, you are not got I No didn't, music? I didn't will
2: oh, be no. oh, 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 Something, nothing? I'll be better than that. The
1: champ is here! All right, this is my I just
3: shit my right with The my
4: champ, champ is here! This shit is crazy, crazy. The is evil here. genius! <laughs> the champ is
3: here! The champ is here! <laughs> the champ
4: is here! The champ is here! With the champ is here! The champ is here! The champ is The you're with the champion You already know
1: The champ is here <laughs> uh, Insider thank Baseball you. As Platt likes to say None of us can sit still when we listen to that First and foremost Thank you for, for that And secondly,
2: 30 damn years Get Jay to kiss a damn Nebulizer Or an asthma pump or something <laughs> Please, help that man I want that man to be alive for a long time He can't breathe so I know asthma when I hear it. I got it.
1: The odd thing about playing the champ is here is the champ of the lightweight division is nowhere near. Uh, the big question from the weekend is will Habib come back or will he stay retired? Because right now the man that is probably primed to be the number one contender and maybe you can just consider him the champ would be Dustin Poirier and what a performance he put on against the notorious one. Ray, what were your thoughts? Let's start. Let's start with you. So some people just need conflict
2: to be good at whatever it is in life. You think that's like, what it was? I think that's part of it. Uh, so there's two. There's, there's two. It's twofold to me. Number one. Number threefold. Number one. Dustin Poirier is really fucking good. But the other two are like, I think some people just need conflict in their life or need that 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 anger that dog in them. And that's very clearly had to for his lifestyle, for his livelihood. Connor's had to subside that because my man's been in a lot of legal trouble. So he probably he had to calm a lot of that shit down. But secondly, I don't know if it was Ariel Helwane or Andreas Hell, Somebody, uh, a, a, a popular uh, fighting talking head, said something that resonated very well with me. The UFC doesn't believe in tuna fights. Conor came back from this big ass break and go straight into the the top ranked number one lightweight in the world. Like you couldn't have gave him somebody one fight to get ready for this fight. He couldn't have fought on the on a UFC on ESPN or a UFC on ABC or something to get the rust off. You're gonna throw him literally to the
1: wolves. Yeah, but I so, think. Don't Go you ahead. think don't you think Dana thought that Connor was gonna win this fight though? This is the quickest and fastest way to get Habib back? Because otherwise if you don't think Habib's gonna come back, then you just then you know what you do? You feed Chandler to Poirier and you give Hook, next. and you give Hooker to McGregor. So
2: Dana is one of those people that you can literally tell him no and he's gonna be like, no, nah, I don't believe. It. Even if like You uh... laugh laughing, you know there's a deeper meaning. Um, yeah, PC's but, one of them people, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yet, here we are.
2: <laughs> um, but he's definitely that. So, like, Hab- Habib ain't coming back. If McGregor could have knocked that dude out, like Masvidal knocked out, oh uh, boy. He still wouldn't have came back. He is not. His mama told him, don't fight no more. You no, think he, he's going to come back? No, he promised his mama he wouldn't fight anymore. Because she asked him not to. Well, yeah, you know it doesn't matter. You thing.
1: can ask for whatever, but you know.
2: Yeah, but in his culture and and in his not only just his his, his 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 like his literal culture, but as devout as he as devout
1: uh, a Muslim as he is. Well, no, nah, he's other, not coming back, bro. The other thing, well, the, the you I don't know. I put that at fifty-fifty. The the, re, the only reason I do put it at fifty-fifty instead of a higher percentage of him coming back than not is because. His brother is around now. His brother had a big win last week. I believe it was last Wednesday. Um, Umar and So it's he's he's got something to do still. He's got something to hold his attention. I think if that wasn't there, he'd be even more likely to get bored and and want to come back. That's fair. I mean, and you know
2: he can he can find another life in training because he's the best wrestler in the world. He may be the best professional MMA wrestler we've ever seen. Um. But, but I think because of the because of the name value, so much of us want to look at it's, we look at this so much as man, what happened to Connor? Give Dustin Poirier all the credit. Poirier brought it to him. He attacked the leg at a time when he probably knew Connor's leg ain't gonna be like he could. He, he said, I, I saw them uh, talking backstage, and he said that he could tell that the checks that him him checking the kicks was still hurting him. You know, normally when you check a kick, it's so that the kick doesn't hurt. But it was hurting Connor and by the end of the fight, you saw he could barely walk. He said he had a dead leg. Give that man all the credit in the world. Um, there are four men now who have a legit claim to either fight for or win the lightweight championship. Poirier, Chandler, uh, Oliveira, and don't forget Justin Gaethje. Because, yeah, he lost to the best, but losing to the best don't mean you go back to the bottom. Not in, not in fighting. Um, I'd like to kind of see them run a little mini, I say mini tournament, but. Well, they know, are. This was part of it, basically. Well, it was supposed to because people thought Conor still had the juice and they were hoping that Connor could bring back Habib. Another reason Habib ain't coming back is y'all can't throw Connor at him because Connor disrespected that man uh, truly to his soul. So now he feels like anything I do that gives Connor any type of shine, or any type of, of, of advertisement or anything I do that involves Connor that gives Connor anything good from it, I won't do. So this he's the type of dude that'll sit down just just so Connor can't fight him. Even if he wanna fight, because he doesn't want Connor to have any positive things happen to him on his dime. Like that's the type of level of hatred he has for that man. Like a lot of these fighting beefs ain't shit. That's real. They like that's real life hatred.
0: And I mean, fighting in any capacity, it's a hungry man's game. Yep. Commoner hasn't been hungry for a long time now. So he doesn't have that eye of the tiger anymore. And this next thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this as cautiously as I can. I'm going to tiptoe around this. I, I don't know what's going on with his cases. I don't claim to be a lawyer, or any sort of legal connotation or consultation, but. I could see a scenario where he came back to fight this fight because he knows he's going to have to break bread somewhere down the line. Be it legal fees or he needed the bag. bag, You know what I mean? And he's always going to be able to draw because, I mean, he's a draw. And who else do they really have that to draw right now? I mean, he's still the top draw in the sport. I mean, we don't know what's going on with Jones. I I have no idea what's going on with Jones. Cormier's not there. Brock's not coming back anytime soon.
2: They have some mid-level draws. Like, like, I know people don't know her name, but MMA fighters know who Amanda Nunes is. Amanda Nunes gets okay. she gets bias, right? They she, got a few. You think so?
0: I, yeah, I don't spots. The, the problem with her, I don't think she's as aesthetically pleasing as a uh, Gina Carano or or of Rousey. So I think that to the to the to the mainstream audience, I think that you're
1: getting cripples you, her a little bit. You're getting the heavyweight fight you want though, coming up here in March, I believe it's going to be Miocic. Oh, Steve yep. the Oh yeah. So that's yeah. that's going to be gigantic. UFC in and of itself is huge right now because coming off of what's happening now where we actually have all sports back, it was just the UFC for a while, and we were really thrilled with that, right? Remember when they finally got the Fight Island? It was the only goddamn show going on, and it was like, oh, this is great. Finally, something to watch, something real to watch that's not, you know, I don't know, whatever. We, we had to watch tram car, the Ocho or whatever racing with the, you know, cherry spit, Cherry pits yeah, hitting or whatever. You know, I don't know. So professional cornhole. Thank our think our lucky stars. Let's let's wrap this up like this. Though, what's next for Conor McGregor? Because it likely seems that a, a fight with Pacquiao is out of the question now. He said he wants to keep fighting. He wants more fights. Personally, I think he's just rusty. That's it. That's all I think it is. I think the guy's gonna have a fight against a lesser fighter. He's gonna win it, and he's gonna be ready to go. Maybe not a lesser fighter but Ariel Holwani suggested why not uh, this be a great time for to finish the trilogy between him and Diaz. The winner gets their career back on track and is primed to be, you know, fighting for that number 1 contender spot. What do you guys think of that? But Diaz is Diaz is fucked up though, isn't he? Both of them are. So, that's makes I
2: mean, I,
0: okay, that's fair. I just feel like Diaz is more fucked up than Connor. Uh Connor can do whatever he wants cuz he's always going to be
1: a draw. But I mean, people how will many years pay did people will pay to watch that third fight of that matchup. Sure, sure.
0: Oh, of course, of course. But, I mean, how many years did Chell Sonnen draw good money way past his prime just because he could tell? And Conor could do this conceivably for the next, you know, five to six years, and I well, don't even think it matters if lose a
1: draw. Well, and that's the thing, too. Floyd Mayweather said it when they were doing their thing for boxing. He said, I, I love this guy. This is the least I've had to work to promote a fight.
2: Yeah. Um, the Diaz fight makes sense. He's hell bent on doing a trilogy with Poirier because you know the history. McGregor's run kind of started when he knocked out Poirier uh, at the beginning of his run in the UFC. Um, I got one that's kind of out of the box. Um, and this dude is—you might think he's washed because of how bad he got beat, but why not Tony Ferguson?
0: He's got the name value.
2: He's got the name value. He got his ass whooped, and he's ready to—he's he, actually two fights in a row. So I know he's ready to come back and show people he still got it. McGregor's gonna be the biggest back he can get at this point because if if it's not McGregor, I guarantee you, he's gonna be on some UFC on um, on uh some UFC on ESPN, <laughs> or UFC on ABC cards very soon. Um, the, the, the Tuesday night show, not the paper, not the right. view, just Tuesday show. <laughs> can, I, can I tell y'all a dirty secret though? As a guy who watches MMA regularly, um, you know I'm not Mags who has a show and a son who fights MMA. But you know I pay attention to the sport. The dirty little secret is Conor McGregor's not a good MMA fighter.
0: No, he never was. He was a great talker and a good draw, but yeah, he was never no. a great
2: fighter. No, are you guys crazy? No, no. Let me no. let me let me explain. Let me explain. Conor got hands. Yeah. not a he's... Conor's not a good MMA fighter because he's not complete. Anytime Conor goes to the ground, he loses. Watch every fight he's lost. Watch every fight he wins. He doesn't have takedown defense. He has no jujitsu, very little. He's worked on, and he's better than it was at the beginning. But Connor is all stand-up. He is all, I got these hands for you. Thank you.
0: I've been saying the same thing, but I, I don't have your credibility. I mean, he's a, he's a great, he got hands, and he's a hell of an athlete. But yeah.
2: he can't wrestle. His and he got cardio
0: heart. is shit. And, and he got hard. He His cardio is shit.
2: He's, yeah. yeah, he's, in, he's, in, he's in five, five rounds in the building exactly five round fights he's blown up in the third round because he, yes. he's and again not, I, don't, I don't hate that because he's full throttle from the jump but you look at other people full throttle like Clay Guida is one of the greatest guys in terms of uh, uh, cardio ever he's running the entire 25 minutes if he's in a five round fight Masvidal he's one of those guys Connor don't have that kind of cardio so Connor is winning off the goodwill of him talking his shit him being a really interesting character and having them hands. That's
0: and it. I, I and I didn't know how great of an athlete that he was until I saw him versus Floyd. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong, that fight was never in question. But his footwork, I said, yeah. oh, this Smiling Farmer is an athlete. Fuck all the bullshit, man. Yeah, this Mellon Farmer is a hell of
2: an athlete because that's not easy. He looked reasonably competent. good. Yeah, competent is a perfect word for a guy who's never boxed a day in his life. Absolutely.
1: I don't agree with most of what you said, but I really want to move on. So, folks, we're going to move on. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure
2: you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
1: All right, gentlemen. Last topic of the day, kind of a quick hitter. We're approaching a quarter way through the NBA season here. Only 72 games this year. And we've kind of hit that COVID part of the season where games are being canceled. They've changed the way that they're going to handle this where before if you had enough players to play, you could still play, but now I don't think they're going to do that anymore guys were like man we you have to play back to backs with seven or eight guys on the roster after having six or seven guys out so I don't know what's the likelihood that this season is going to finish on time with the right amount of games not affecting the quality of competition in time for an Olympics that might not even happen
2: Can I go? Do you mind? Uh. At- as the only member of this panel who's gotten everything right about the pandemic so far, speaking of sports. Wait, what does that mean? We, you asked us this question at the beginning of all the last, at, at going into the summer. And we, we, you asked for the four major sports, five I think we even included soccer, how many of them will finish on time without any, without any, uh, any games missed enough to affect the league? All of y'all said some of them wouldn't finish, and I said every single one. Because dollar, dollar bill, y'all. And I'm going to say the same thing. 100%, this league finishes this damn. If they have to break oh, with the players,
1: that, if the G League. But that wasn't, but you, my, that wasn't my question. To There's
0: be fair, a, though. And I'm going to roll my eyes harder than I've ever rolled them before. But I got to, the devil is due. This Mellon Farmer was right. Because I, I know I said I didn't think they'd be able to complete a full NFL was season. Was that just my so question? I, let me roll. Did I just, you me I'm just
1: going to roll. Did I just ask you guys if, I, if you thought that they were going to finish the season? Was that my what question? You that? And you and, and your caveats were, without missing enough games to affect the league, did I, did I, did I get you wrong? Because that's what I heard. The competitive balance and it finish in time for the Olympics, which may or may not happen.
2: They're gonna finish
1: in time,
2: and the competitive balance was already screwed because fucking Lex went and got James Harden for a cup of coffee and a Gatorade. Oh, that's,
1: that's not your. Okay, forget it. Never mind. Am Did I not you answering slow? your question? It, it always yes. goes off okay. rails yes. when it comes to balance. Definitely. My, this, when I said competitive balance, I definitely meant where the players are on the teams. No, that's not what I meant. I meant as far as teams not playing as many other games as other teams and having play games more back-to-back. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so uh, to try to answer your question more more
2: effectively. And all jokes aside. Where, yes.
1: where are your Cheerios tonight, goddammit?
2: Well, no, I'm shitting in yours homie because I'm right uh,
1: <laughs>
2: they're, gonna finish the, they're gonna finish the season They're gonna figure out a way to make it work They're gonna embark some type of mini bubble Or some, some type They already got Did you see Kyrie trying to hug uh, Bam And the, the homie from the, the team Got in between them and pushed them away And Kyrie was like what's up Because they can't hug no more They're gonna do something to get this shit going bro And they're gonna try to make it work As best they can and these idiot-ass dudes are going to keep going out here, going to the club and getting COVID and fucking up the bag for another four, 14 days. And they'll call somebody else up or they'll do this, but they're going to finish the season to the best of their ability. The, the correct answer is, shouldn't have had the damn season. But we know that ain't going to happen. And there ain't going to be no Olympics. So that's even extra.
0: And I mean, to be fair, the NBA has handled this whole COVID debacle better than the whole ass United States of America. So That's- you best believe the- they, they had thought, yeah, but they thought about this and they knew that the- these things were going to happen. They thought this through. They knew this was going to happen. So yeah, they're going to finish the season. they They're going to finish the season. Will we have to sacrifice a game or two here and there? Probably.
1: I but just hey, asked hey, twenty five. That's my that was the question. I didn't say whether or not they're gonna finish the season. I think they're gonna finish the season, right? But I appreciate you, Ray, every time you have a chance to bring up how right you are. I like that about you. I see a lot of me in you when that happens. I love it. As I throw I shut out. number two. Yeah. <laughs> a little uh shout out to Letterman. Um but it, what, my question wasn't whether or not they're going to finish. It was whether or not it was going to be done in time the way they had set it up. They cut the 10 games off because they wanted to be ready for an Olympics that may or may not even happen. It's,
0: it's January. The Olympics don't happen until August. They got plenty of time. They'll finish it out. And you talk about competitive balance. I mean, hell, there's only, what, maybe – and I'm being generous here. I'm being very generous. What, six teams – that have a legitimate shot at winning a title this year
2: I think that's fair there's yeah. there's a lot more that can make a conference championship but only yes. six seconds yes yes that's, yeah. that's very fair
0: so that's not gonna yeah we're, we're not worried about the competitive balance here in a league where half the teams make the playoffs we'll be fine
2: and and, and to, to expound upon his point because he's dead ass right the NBA is not in in major league baseball or NFL or major league soccer or major league or National Hockey League or any of these other sports. Competitive balance don't really fucking matter that much in the NBA because one player can affect everything, right? So, yes, if that one player is gone, but you know who's out here not acting a fool? The ones who are the better players. They, have by and large, other than Jason Tatum, most of these guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I don't think Jason Tatum was out there, you know, busting it, doing the busting the busted challenge live and in color. He probably was around somebody that got it. So, you know, that's the biggest issue issue with the situation Is the people doing right still getting suffered suffering because there's idiots out here who's doing what they're not supposed to be doing? That's the bigger problem.
0: To to be fair though, man, this thing you could do everything right and still, you know what I mean. I I I say that from experience. You know what I mean. We did everything right. We went to go see family and made the family go get tested before we went to see them. And we got retested as well before we went to go see them. And things still went awry. R.I.P. to Ms. Jodine again. But that's the thing, man. And and, and it's hard to tell people. I mean, hell, man. We saw motherfuckers riding this summer because they couldn't go to Goddamn Starbucks or or Panera Bread or something
1: like that. Or the gym.
0: Or the gym, like
1: motherfucker, run in place at your house. It's just TNL. It's no more GTL. It's just TNL.
0: There you go. just tan and laundry, and yeah, yeah, you can't even go to the tanning booth. You better help you. Hope you get some sun and sit outside with a mask on.
1: The the people (laughs) smell. The people smell a lot better at the tanning booth now, though, because when they come from the gym, right to the tanning booth, and then yeah, then they need to go do laundry. You know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) Your 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 mouth gonna look like you got alopecia or some shit. That's the skin disease, right?
1: Can I make two shout-outs,
2: Tony? I, I don't want to change your format because I don't know what you got going. Can I make two shout-outs real quick, basketball-wise? Shout-out to Steph. Um, breaking no! Records.
0: Well, can I shout-out the Cleveland Cavaliers for looking competitive? And and shout-out
2: Houston. Shout-out, shout-out out the to Sexland. I mean, they did it. it you can do your other shout-out, Ray. I'm going to finish, but please, look, Houston don't get— Right now, Houston needs all the love they can get. (laughs) I'm just saying, man, all things considered,
0: you know, what they were going up against, obviously the divorce had to happen between them and Harden. Frankly, I think they got about as good of a haul with all the insinuating circumstances. They got about as good of a haul that they could have possibly hoped for in exchange for James Harden. You got an all-star with Oladipo, him and oh. John Wall, if they're healthy. Very huge caveat on the if, but if they're healthy, that yeah. could be interesting. Yeah. They got some picks. They got first round pick. a first-round pick. I don't know picks. why the hell Cleveland gave up their first-round pick. Like Y'all melon Farmers really think y'all going to go to the playoffs this year? That's huh?
2: because okay. y'all running the Great Wall of Ohio. Andre Drummond, Allen, the man. best two-guard in the Eastern Conference. <laughs>
0: I could see them making a run, getting a seven or eight seed, but I don't know why you gave that up. But I think Houston did very well, everything considered, because he wasn't going to go anyplace else but to Houston. I- I've heard reports that there was a Ben Simmons trade on the table. I probably would have went that route, but
2: Four- down. That's why it didn't work. Morey would not trade with the Rockets. He refused to do it. He didn't want to give them the picks they wanted. Yeah, um, pretty- so yeah, it was only Brooklyn. They got what they could get. Shout out, um, shout out, and, a, and shout out. I mean, prayers up to Karis LeVert. Get well soon, homie.
1: Yeah, what a blessing um, for him to be involved in that trade.
2: Man, and, and him being in Indiana, when, if and when he's back healthy, he's coming oh, back. Oh, him I, and Brogdon? Kinda,
1: uh, him. What's up, Woods? So
2: well, him and, him and Baby Sabonis with Miles Turn. like, that's perfect for him. Bro, if, the um, was, down, if the Bucks would have... He got to cop his
0: ass down.
2: If the Bucks would have just... The Bucks would be way better off if they would have decided to pay Brogdon and not Bledsoe dog yeah they would they would be in so much better situation yeah. but i want to shout out Steph because uh he did what reggie did in like half the time so number two all time he's gotta beat Ray. i just told you and- not to say that yeah
0: he oh, did well, oh well
2: a, it happened Yeah, uh, you know ain't the first time we didn't listen to you on the show and
0: <laughs> yeah, um sure. Careless, Kurt. Careless is no longer Gerald Levert. He's now Careless Levert because he need to calm his ass down with the basketball, which hey, happens uh, a lot with young dynamic guards. They got to learn how to calm the hell
2: down. At least you got the right letter for once. I'm give look. I'm with it. Um, new year,
0: new me, brother.
2: <laughs> hey, and um, just you know, thoughts, the thoughts and prayers with uh, the the Bryant family. We reached a year this past week of uh, Kobe's passing. Um, that affected all of us hard hit me a lot harder than I ever expected uh, I didn't want that to not be mentioned so uh, I'll shut up and give it back to the commissioner PC Tunney, who apparently doesn't want to talk about Steph Curry being the second best shooter in history he's the
1: best but he got the record now <sighs> number two as a station go, go ahead talk about it oh please if I really if it was really bothered me that much um who who's gonna edit this? That's fair, but, but the, let the people <laughs> the know. You <laughs> just you just got Nobody <laughs> <you, laughs> Canyon. Nobody. I got a I got a little spot over here with. It's for people that give me problems, right? Not problems no, that goodness, not goodness. not real problem not real problems <laughs> not real problems, <laughs> but problems, right? And two people live in that land right now. And they have for a while, and it's okay. I kind of like it. It's plaid and balls. There's it, the population just went to three. Just want you to know. That's a that's I'm a platter. Yeah, you should be. You should be. You should uh, be. Hey
0: man, keep living. You'll get there. I've been there so long. I changed the carpet and the paint <laughs> painted the walls.
2: <laughs> he done a whole change of the of the And
0: I got he, cable people come. I got the paper, paper people coming on Thursday too
1: As long as Gamora <laughs> don't show up and go Your spaceship is filthy And then Platt's like Well good thing I don't have a black leg. Looks like a Jackson Pollock painting up in here <laughs> Shout out to Guardians Alright oh, folks I have, uh, I have one little thing that these guys don't know about We'll be right back right after this Why should
0: you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home For hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude why because you're smarter than the average fan Thechairshot.com. always use your
1: head um are you guys it's been a long day for everybody uh we put in some good work here on the show i always get hungry at times like that and right now i feel like a bowl in kneecaps
3: uh we're gonna kick you in the teeth
1: Detroit Lions Call him by his nickname The Dude The Dude, yes uh, That dude I thought that was the best I thought that was the best promo given By anybody that Self-declared
3: themselves into the Royal Rumble So far yet uh, <laughs> We're going to kick you in the teeth all right. And when you punch us back We're going to smile at you And when you knock us down We're going to get up And on the way up we're going to bite a kneecap off all right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're there going to be the last one standing. For,
0: for quite frankly, I'm shocked that he made bail after storming the <laughs> Capitol early enough to make the <laughs> interview. Oh, wow.
1: you know I mean? oh Oh damn! <laughs>
3: Aw, pudding!
2: Shout out. Shout out to the dude, man. The dude okay. to buy. So, so what's the what's the more funny promo, that or you know what we're gonna do today, people? we're gonna do today, boys? You see this? That's a W. You know what you I'm doing? I'm eating the W. Which one is worse? Cause the W is by one of the worst things I've ever seen. But this motherfucker said I'm gonna eat your kneecap. Then you're gonna hit me and knock me down. Then I'm gonna get back up. And then I'm gonna fight you. Then I'm gonna get knocked down and get. How many times you get knocked down, bro? Are I you I put... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna. What's what's the what's the little what's the average Joe, the dude from Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Is that who he is?
1: Oh, glass Joe.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, getting knocked down all the damn time. Like my God. But please go. Yes.
0: Well, okay. uh, there's so there's so many things wrong with the kneecap promo. Number one, out of all the pieces of the body, the kneecap has to have the least piece. <laughs> so you're just chewing on bone and gristle at this point. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
2: <laughs> 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 like, <bro. laughs> oh. Oh uh, man. Hey, I, don't talk a, about don't yeah. talk about the headliner of night one of WrestleMania. Don't talk about him like that. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. All
2: right. Well done,
1: gentlemen. Flat, why don't you take us home here?
0: Before we get out of here, man, just real quick, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge the passing of a, a true icon in every sense of the word. The hammer himself, Henry Hank Aaron. He transitioned last week at the age of eighty six and just class personified what can you say about this guy number one it's interesting because he not only was he the home run king and I think he's going to be the home run king again because the major leagues have absorbed the negro league so I think if you add his negro league stats in I think he does have the record now at this particular point in time don't quote me on that but you can look it up but he also holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the most death threats received as he was uh, chasing down Babe Ruth's home run record back in the day and, you know, his it, it's an interesting parallel with his career because, he, you know, all that flack he caught when he was chasing down Babe Ruth and then the Barry Bond march towards inevitability as he was, you know, marching to break Hank's record. And in both of those instances, he handled each one of them with class, with dignity, with grace. And it just goes to the man he was. Not only was he a hell of a ball player, which I think he gets overlooked a lot of times when we talk about the greats. We talk about Ruth, we bring up Mays, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, Barry Bonds, obviously. I think he gets overlooked sometimes in that category. We don't realize how good he was, because frankly, if you take away every single home run that he hit, this man still had 3,000 hits. And, you know, it's just very hard to do to be that consistently good for that long to be able to hit those barriers. So Not only was he a great ball player, he was even a better man. So just rest in power to Hank Aaron.
2: One of America's greatest humans. Who happened to play baseball? All facts. Rest in peace, rest in power.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm from the Milwaukee area, so, I mean, uh, 100% will definitely miss Hank Aaron. And his accomplishments off the field are way more important and way greater than his accomplishments on the field and he is he is one of the five greatest baseball players of all time
0: i'm not gonna argue that whatsoever mr cash why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you sir
2: this shit got real somber real quick um (laughs) i mean you know you want to go back to kneecap right quick we (laughs) could but no no the hammer deserves all the respect um, I'm at it's Ray Cash R-E-Y as in Mysterio C-A-S-H as in Dollars and uh, yeah I'll let you boy
0: Mr. Commissioner Tunney where can uh, they find you sir
1: find me at PC Tunney you can find all of us on Chair Shot Radio make sure you go into ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair check out that Chair Shot Radio network every single day Chair Shot Radio something new for you starting the giveaways next week make sure you're tuning in Monday morning
0: You heard the man, prorestentees.com forward slash the chair shot. You can find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. I'm I'm a little salty because I felt like my last tweet that I sent out last night should have got a little bit more love. I said it was uh, Chris Pratt versus Eric Andre for the right to face Matt Damon in the Super Bowl. And I I thought it was hilarious myself. So I'm a little pissy about that. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I
1: think it was one of those things where you had to be there when you first thought of it.
0: Whatever you say, Darth Vader. Anywho, thank you guys for joining us on the season premiere of Three Man Weave. We'll be next week, same plat time, same plat channel. We're going to be talking some Super Bowl. We're talking Super Bowl. We're talking Super Bowl. For my brother Ray Cash, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, I am Mr. Buffett Fights, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in. Rest in peace, Hank Aaron. Rest in peace, Larry King. Another icon we lost as well. Until next time, shalom.
1: I just want to say no more shout outs for Ray because Jesus is still number
2: one. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all. That's been missing us for mad years.
4: One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got a game. If man is the father the son, is the center of the earth, in the middle of the universe, then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screams, what does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? Human <laughs> beings screaming vocal javelins, sign of a local nigga unraveling. Uh-huh. My wandering got my ass wondering, with crisis and all this crisis. Hating Satan never knew what nice is. Check the papers, well I bet on ISIS More than your eye can see and ears can hear So you turn your head, we're scared of it.